The Gaslit Streets is brought to you by the Independence Public Media Foundation and produced in partnership with Idea Center for the Arts in beautiful Camden, New Jersey. The views and opinions expressed on the Gaslit Streets podcast are those of the hosts, guests, and participants and do not reflect the official policy or position of the host venue, our employers, or other affiliates. All right, yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Gaslit Streets, the podcast where we explore community, culture, and the truths that set us free. I am Vidra Chandler. I'm a Camden native. I'm a singer. I'm a mother and a champion of the arts community here in my hometown. I'm Stephen Danley. I'm a Maryland native, a Camden resident, and a New Orleanian at heart. So let's get it going. Nice. All right. Today's topic is Camden, where the magic happens. Wait, where's that? Exactly. We started talking, well, all right, Steve and I, we've had many conversations over the years, right, about Camden and what it means to live here and what it's like to live here. And I, again, we always do this in the beginning of the podcast, but always kind of brings us back to why we started this show, right? So many of our experiences in the city of Camden have been contrary to the city's, I'll say, reputation or at least in my personal experience to the way that people talk about the city, even to me. And... Um, so we thought we would talk through a bit of where the places in Camden are where you walk through the door and you immediately are like, oh, yeah, like this is what makes the city cool. Like this is why I love it here. This is why, um, you know, I, I am proud to be a Camden resident. And this is what this is the kind of stuff that fills me up. The pieces that are magical. So I, I want to jump in because I just got back from New Orleans. And this is a place that I've spent a bunch of years throughout my life, done a bunch of work, and a place that's close to my heart. And whenever I go to New Orleans, I'm like, oh, it makes me think about Camden because the culture in New Orleans is in your face. Mm. You get into the airport, it's Louis Armstrong Airport. Mm -hmm. You go there, the restaurants, the soul food, it's in the airport. You go to the hotel, people are showing you where to go to music, where the jazz is. And that's good and bad. Right. Yeah. There, there are folks who are exploiting mm -hmm. folks in New Orleans They're pushing for, you for the culture, their, their personal right? investments. But, <laughs> but also it's just so visible. It's so much a part of what's going on. It's why people go there. And I moved from New Orleans to Camden and I got here and I was like, wait, where is everybody? Mm -hmm. Because I knew enough. I knew enough about community. I'd read enough. I learned enough. I talked to people. I'm like, I know there's stuff going on, but but where is it? Mm -hmm. And that's really what I want to start. And I think it's a little different than, than kind of your experience in Camden. You know, we had this conversation when we were setting up the episode and you were like, there's places you have to be invited to. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes it's like you get, yeah, somebody invites you somewhere, even just a casual invitation. Hey, you want to go to this art exhibit with me? Hey, you want to go to this open mic? But when you arrive, it's like Narnia, right? Like walking through a wardrobe and into an enchanted land where everybody is. You're like, oh, well, this is where everybody was. And I cannot believe you just stole my Narnia sorry, line. Have you it. read The Lion, the Witch, and the I Wardrobe? I have totally read The Lion, <laughs> the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And uh, don't they have some movies or something? There, no. there are movies. Yeah, it's, no, that's also I'm been a long time ago. We're up to date with our are. cultural references. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the thing I love about thinking of Camden and, and to a certain extent other cities as Narnia is this idea that sometimes you go to the wardrobe and it's just wood. Yeah. Like it's a bunch of musty old clothes. Yeah. And sometimes you open a door and you're like, this is a whole nother world. Yeah. And I remember the moment that sunk in for me was um, the first time I was just like, you know, I'm bored. It's Friday. Got nothing to do, don't know a lot of folks here. And I'm a hoops player, play basketball in college, um, love it. I play, I still go back to play with a bunch of my old college teammates in, in Philly. Um, and I was like, well, let's just go to a local high school game. And I walked into Camden High versus Woodrow Wilson. And I will that was never the game forget you the moment, right? <laughs> yep. I walked in, every person was there. The place was going nuts. You know, the cheerleaders, you want the high, you got the high. And I was like, here everybody is. And yeah. what really struck me is that, um, you know, I went to a, a big time high school basketball program and it was in the Washington Post, right? When we mm -hmm. played, folks knew the games were there. It was local radio. And here, like I just wandered into it. Yep. I didn't know. And that maybe that seems crazy to you. Like maybe you always knew Camden High was rocking. But like for me, it was wandering into like a whole new place. And I was like, you know, it's been a, a serious few weeks in the country, in the world, um, serious here on the podcast, some of the things we've talked about in our previous episodes. Um, and I was like, let's talk about these things we love. 
right? Yeah. Like, like what's the door? Yeah. Right? What, do you have door? one? What's the door you walk through? I have mine. Yours is great because I don't like, I, I, sports are great, but like, I don't care about sports. So I would never <laughs> Go like. Go for the music. The I know. I would never drag myself to a sporting event <laughs> right. unless I were invited. I'm taking you. I'm like, I'm yeah, taking there you, you go. If you invite me, we're see I, DJ. then I will He's see a where the magic is the happening. The whole thing, new stadium. I'm in. I'm yeah, down. Let's do it. And I love cheerleaders. So I have no problem with this. Live from Camden. Camden Camden Eyes in the finals, which is every time. Right. Um, So my magic, I've I've had many, many magic happens moments, but uh, the one that comes to mind is actually the collab. So there's these artists, um, Kingsley, Ivaniche, and Devin. He's Devsky Rocket on Instagram. And they, well, with a couple of their friends, they do this like not regular a jam session, if you will, uh, not quite an open mic, more of a jam session. Like they invite musicians and they invite them to participate, but in like a liberal free kind of format. It reminds me very much of like a Parisian nightclub. And I was invited maybe by like a third party and I walked into the back of La Unique bookstore. Oh man. <laughs> you know what I mean? A little bookstore on 6th Street. Did he still did, uh, oh my gosh, did they have all the African artifacts All out? the African oh, art the was out, books, all kinds of lovely books. And then yeah, in the middle room, it was like cloths from various countries in Africa and like dolls and masks and all this cool stuff. And then through the third, through the second, no, yeah, through the third door was where it was like Narnia. It was magic happened. I walked into like a tiny, hot, sweaty room where somebody was taking tickets at a little folding card table at the front, taking money, handing me a cold bottle of water. And then when I walked into the back, it was like jazz all night, like jazz, jazz, oh jazz, gosh. jazz-tastic. And like people that you would see in any bar, like these people were full of talent and that did also have a little bit of that open mic atmosphere where like as the night wore on, uh, different people were just kind of like hopping up there. But I just found that to be so inspirational. And I, I don't know. I, I loved it. So that was my Narnia. That's amazing. And the bookstore in and of itself, right? Talking about black authors, yeah. you know, history, so many different things. Um, I actually saw them here at Idea Center. Yeah, I bought, were... a, I bought uh, Viola T- Davis's book here. Oh, yeah. yeah I picked up uh, Tom Knocky's Common Sense for Camden, which oh, you can't get uh-huh. a lot of copies about. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know it's really that. good. I, okay. got, I got an extra copy <laughs> for you. It? What does that mean? Um, it was a guide to political organizing in Camden. By oh, it's really, okay. really, really powerful. I'm Just like, get common some of this sense stuff for Camden. That... <laughs> <laughs> I got like hilarious things, like ideas in my head about what that book would be I... about, but okay. <laughs> what did you think it was I about? We're not that. going there? No, we're not going there. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. I, and so I, I love this and I, I love that as a location. And of course, it's what we want to do here when we're talking, when we're bringing Tanisha on as a, as a guest yeah, and cool guest. talking a little bit. And we'll have our special, uh, a special guest as well, Chris Williams, who's done some work with the podcast and mm-hmm. done some, some prep for a segment with us. Um, but I wanted to have the conversation because I think it really speaks to, to what we want to do, which is on one hand, there are folks who need to be introduced to these places. Yeah. Folks who don't know, folks who kind of have an experience more like mine. You know, they moved to the city and they said, wait, I, I want to be here for it. Like, like mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm interested. I, like I hear that and I'm like, wait, th- yeah, there's jazz in the back of the I got to invite you to the collab. Like, I'm over exactly. there. And also like how, how are they not inviting me when I go over by my books? Hey. But, um, you know, <laughs> I did not invite you. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't, I didn't <laughs> you get invited. Invite. You it's okay. It happens. Um, but, but there are folks that want to know and that are interested and it, it's not always visible. And if we can do that here, but on the other hand, there's like, let's celebrate it. Yeah. Right. Because part of people not knowing is people not celebrating. And it stays cool, though. It stays cool when people don't know. So, you know, you'd be like, oh, well, we want to celebrate it, but I'm not going to tell you when the next one is. So we're blowing people's (laughs) spot. Um, You know, just another service we have here at the Gaslit Streets. All are invited. Um, I was actually thinking of one that I know is near and dear to your heart and you work on a little professionally. But one of those other moments for me is... um, I went to the first Camden Night Gardens. Mm, and what, to, well, we don't have to date it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it, you know, what I really remember, and, and we'll come back to it, is that was before the prison was demolished okay. on the, oh, yeah. the waterfront, but it still had a fence around it. Right, it wasn't right? a park And so yet. the Night Garden was just on the path around before you add kind of Cooper's Point Park. And that one's particularly special to me. It was the first time my parents came to visit me here in Camden. Aww. And so, you know, I remember, because my mom, Mom came and uh, we walked out and the thing I just really loved is here I had spent months here you know I've been telling her I'm like oh I love it there's so many things going on I'm making so many new friends and uh, just just really really um, loving it and then I was worried because I'm like 
how do I show it to her? You know, we went oh, to Corinne's because yeah. I love Miss Corinne and, you know, food is accessible. Mm-hmm. But the Camden Night Gardens were like the first place she got to experience a little magic. Mm-hmm. And so I was super touched that this year's theme, and I know you work pretty hard on oh, the yeah. Night Gardens, was like around magic. A Camden so, fairy tale. Yeah. So yeah. like how did it Once come together? Where, where is it gone? What's what's going on with the Night Gardens? How did yeah. it go? Night Gardens has been, uh, was designed to be an uh, urban outdoor arts and music festival celebration of some of the creative magic that we have in town. Um, it was always designed to happen at night. So it's in, meant to incorporate ele- elements of light into the into the production. And there have been a few incarnations of it. The one that you went to is probably, for me, like the most meaningful because they the organization that I actually work there, if people don't know, right. <laughs> for, uh, they put on a, they use some of the data from that activation to help lobby for that site to be turned into a park. I love that. So you get to, you make magic and you can create more magic I out of it. it. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So it's it's a triumph, a really great story, I think. So no more prison, from, from private prison to public waterfront park, which is what the the residents of North Camden have been asking for for many years. Well, and, and this is like really when we talk about the magic happening here and the locations, I think so much of what Camden can do well is um, linked to its own history. Yeah. And so so I always think about our waterfront and then I think about the waterfront in Delaware. And, mm. uh, you know, the waterfront in Delaware is a cookie cutter waterfront. You know, there's a brewery, there's a couple of places that could be restaurants anywhere else. And I always say, like, how do we bring it in? And that's why I love the Night Gardens is because it's a moment where Camden artists are brought in, where Camden voices are brought in, where it's visual, but also where it's a celebration of that history. I can't go there and not think about the fact that people were incarcerated there. Folks from Camden were incarcerated. And to turn that over. Yeah. I, I just it's it's one that that means a lot to me. Hey, it happens with the Kramer Hill Waterfront Park, too. I mean, it's beautiful. And when I'm there, I'm like. There is a mountain of, you know, methane releasing trash underneath underneath this because of years of neglect and legal dumping and just complete disrespect um, right. to the city of Camden. Right. And thank goodness that um, I don't know if people know this, but the Department of Environmental Protection actually levies fines against polluters. And then one of the things that they're able to do is use that money to remediate uh, sites like this. So yeah. that money, a lot of that park was built paid for by people who pollute and so just to be able to turn that landfill into like a glorious bird watching bike riding like oh my gosh amphitheater housing like waterfront park with a boat launch with a view of philadelphia is just like it and it helps you understand why kramer hill is called kramer hill i think it's gorgeous well in another place where you know there's camden roots and activism involved Right. Because that, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, was supposed to be the site of a golf course. A golf course for a we know who. <laughs> I can't think uh, of a thing less looped into, you know, kind of the history of and place. And the residents and were like, things. get out of here. My so, dad was part of that. Oh, like really? resistance. Yeah. He was like, what? What are they going to make? I was like, oh, sorry, dad. <laughs> <laughs> I put a golf course there. And All right. We have our guests down. for the next podcast. I know. Sure. I know. Caesar, <laughs> he can't wait to tell you. He's got a different take on a lot of this stuff. I'll, I'll, uh, yeah, we'll, oh, we'll loop man. Caesar in. Maybe Caesar we need to sometime. bring that segment back. Uh, old heads. <laughs> old heads in Camden. <laughs> it's great. Um, it's great. But, you know, some of these things, oh, I, yeah, they, they can, they mean different things to different people. Like some things think that this is, uh, things think some people look at these things as progress and some people look at these things as kind of danger and warning signs too. So you kind of balance right. it all out. But well, and, and this is when I think about gentrification and you know, this, this is one of those topics where no one leaves happy when you talk about gentrification. Right. But one of the things that really differentiates for me is the ways that folks and folks culture are brought into or out of the process. Right. And so to me, the difference between a park that allows someone who owns a dog in Kramer Hill or in North Camden to access it and a golf course that would be private and specifically be targeting folks from outside the city, you know, with a country club and some different things, you know, to me, those are different styles of development. And because the problem with the gentrification discussion and, um, you know, there are activists in the city who I deeply respect who this is their number one issue, but the, the gripe I have with them sometimes is you can't oppose anything that's nice right. because then you just have stuff that's not then nice. Then you just don't have anything. Right. <laughs> right? And you don't get the things and, that you need. Like right. I always so feel this way about the bike lanes. Want, <laughs> really? <laughs> look, sorry. Go off about the bike lanes. Bike lanes, lanes for one minute. Thing. Yeah. I honestly, it makes me, it makes me sad. Like I feel like my understanding is that, um, they are heavily resisted in planning processes. And I know there's lots of reasons for it. People want to keep their parking spaces. It's like a top reason. I I totally get that. But 
One of the reasons I've heard many times is that the people think that bike lanes are for out-of-towners or white people or you know whatever they think a cyclist is, and that we're building them you know for them or for the other. And the, in the meantime, I'm riding around Camden every day, watching people fight for their lives on the street while riding their bike with no helmet. And I'm like, I'm not even asking you to put the helmet on, but if we had the bike lane, at least you would be in a protected buffer. Like this is for us. This is for everyone. Like this is for everybody who was ever in between having a car. <laughs> like you need, and anybody who wanted to have a recreational out, uh, outlet and a bicycle. Oh man, this is a, taking a hard left turn, but we're gonna do it. Let's talk about UFOs for a second. What is it? What UFOs? No. What was the? What were the bikes called? Oh, Ofos. Ofos. There we go. Ah, uh, free oh, bike no. giveaway, no, 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 as I like to call like, it. So uh, there were a lot of folks that are negative about the Ofos, <laughs> but I loved it because kids loved it. Oh, yeah. Right? Those yellow bikes became cool. And I always wonder if there's like a little space, like a little space um, in this bike discussion. It doesn't have to be hipsters who want bikes versus, <laughs> you know, Camden community who's like, it's not for us because there's bikes. a bunch of kids who are out doing wheelies. Everybody and wants You know a bike. where it's safer to do a wheelie? In a protected bike lane. Turns out, right? Turns out. Why aren't, why can't we bring that culture right. into this discussion about bikes? Right. And that's to me where there's, there's common ground and there's progress yes. to be made. I, you know, and when you talk about New Orleans and we'll, we won't go on and on, I know we have guests, but like when we talk about New Orleans as being a place where you sense that magic, I also love New Orleans. I spent lots of time in New Orleans. I have family in New Orleans and it is hands down my favorite city in the United States of America. Um, it has, I think, palatable, palatable energy like I can feel it when I am in the city my my like blood buzzes differently and it is all of that and I think it's I think it has a lot to do with how authentic the culture is how yeah. grassroots the culture totally. is New Orleans has its own feeling because it is itself and when I think about the growth of Camden and the development of Camden and why we do podcasts and things like this is that it's like the more Camden can grow from the inside out, the more we can build on ourselves, the more we can yes, uh, celebrate these hidden gems and where the magic happens, the more we can share that magic with the world, that intrinsic, natural magic that exists here that so many people just, uh, frankly, maybe aren't invited to. <laughs> All right, so, so I wanted to close out this segment with a little quote from where we started, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Narnia, about this moment, right? About this moment of walking through into another world. So here's the quote. This must be a simply enormous wardrobe, thought Lucy, going still further in and pushing the soft folds of the coats aside to make room for her. Then she noticed that there was something crunching under her feet. I wonder, is that more mothballs, she thought, stooping down to feel it with her hand. But instead of feeling the hard, smooth wood of the floor of the wardrobe, she felt something soft and powdery and extremely cold. This is very queer, she said, and went on a step or two further. Next moment, she found out that she was rubbing against her face and hands was no longer soft fur, but something hard and rough and even prickly. Why, it is just like branches of trees, exclaimed Lucy. And then she saw that there was a light ahead of her, not a few inches away where the back of the wardrobe ought to have been, but a long way off. Something cold and soft was falling on her. A moment later, she found that she was standing in the middle of a wood at nighttime with snow under her feet and snowflakes falling through the air. Let's bring a little of that magic to Let's folks. Let's bring the magic. Camden's magic. You like that when I sing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. We are ready to speak to our guest this week. Yeah, we have a cool guest. I think she's cool. <laughs> Who I actually don't know very well, so I'm excited to get you know get to know you a little bit better. Our guest is Tanisha Marie. That's how I know you from Instagram. But feel free to you tell shout us. Shout out the Instagram. Yeah, real quick. How, are, how do we follow you? Spot on. You'd be surprised how many people don't. It's Tanisha Marie Music. Now there you go. Mm -hmm. Tanisha Marie Wonderful. Music. And I was introduced to Tanisha via um, my friend AJ, who is running the Camden store on Haddon Ave. And I do lots of business with AJ. Um, she's got great stuff whenever you need shout your out shout out to AJ shout in the Camden store. All your printing, shout out, shout out, <laughs> shout out to AJ. All, right. All your printing needs. Um, but AJ also works closely with an organization called Good Vibes Open Mic. And uh, Tanisha, I know you're a part of that. So we just invited you on to talk about that all your stuff that you're doing, your music, you're living in Camden, and maybe you can clue us in a little bit on where the magic happens. Yes, uh, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, yeah, so my story with AJ is actually a beautiful one. Um, 
we met a couple years ago, about five years ago. Um, there was uh, someone named Chris Champ I Am. He introduced me to AJ because we had, um, well, the whole reason we started Good Vibes Open Mic, well, for me, is because I moved to Camden about six, seven years ago. Um, I grew up in Pensalkin, which is the town over. And, you know, um, I was pretty much sheltered my, my entire life. And moving to Camden, you know, before I got here, when I was telling people I was going into Camden, oh, make sure you lock your doors. Oh, you know, don't don't go to Camden. Oh, tell your mom not to move there. You know, it was just a lot of fear that was instilled in me when I first moved here. So, um, you know, and it was it was interesting because when I got here, I didn't feel none of that any of that you mm. know there was a little more gunshots than i was used to in the beginning mm -hmm. but you know over the years i noticed that things started to shift and things started to change you know as we as i got further into the years you know it was a lot less crime a lot less you know uncomfortableness and it just was amazing the biggest thing for me that stuck out is that in camden melanin wasn't the minority anymore you know growing up in pensalkin i always felt a little isolated you know and it was never any you know overt racism racism or anything like that but i always felt like i was a, a minority coming here is just like wow this is where my people are mm -hmm. you know regardless of the situation regardless of what people say that are, that's going on you know it's not the most amazing place in the world but to me it is because this is where my people are regardless you know so you so, felt like you came home yes that's yeah. what it felt like like it was a huge welcome home you know and and how did the community welcome you did you feel like were you immediately uh, embraced by the arts community or was that kind of a, a process? Um, it was definitely a process. For me, it was a process of finding my own voice, you know, and that really helped me as an artist as well because I was forced to really put myself out there, you know, and once I put myself out there and started building confidence in myself as an artist, then I was welcome, you know, so it was just, it helped me get my foot in the door, you know, um, and it was just, it was just amazing all around. We started Good Vibes Open Mic because for me, I realized that even though my people were here, it wasn't a lot of activity to my eye mm -hmm. that was going on, you know, and I seen a whole lot of artists. I would go all the way up to Trenton to perform. And, you know, the Trenton community, they welcomed me with open arms, you know, the Philly community. And I love performing outside of my town, but I'm like, I'm here. I, we need something here for artists, you know. And I knew a few few artists from Pensalkin, but mostly in Camden, who didn't have anywhere to go. We would travel to perform. So, you know, that's the reason why I was on board with it. And it just, it got off to a rocky start because we were um, nonprofit. So everything we did came out of pocket. You know, we were all new at it. But I think that's what builds when you go into the open mic and you step foot in there, you feel that sense of community. Like, mm. you feel the sense that we worked hard for this. This is our baby. And we love it, you you know um, well let, let's bring folks in so what is what is good vibes how does it work where can we catch okay. it who's awesome. there awesome. like what what's for for those of us that you know this is one of the reasons we wanted to, to bring you in is to make sure our audience and to a certain extent us could learn a little bit more about yeah. kind of what's what's going on right. yeah what's cool right <laughs> <laughs> turns out we are not authorities turns out we're not cool, cool anymore <laughs> well oh you God. know what um <laughs> traditional cool quote unquote i might not be the one for that because i'm a little you know on the nerdy side but um because of juneteenth we okay. want to celebrate juneteenth but every last saturday of the month um on haddon ave in the learning garden okay that's where it is every month um it's seasonal because you know we don't like the cold so no. <laughs> um but do you ever do it in the winter i feel like the one i caught was in the winter but it was at Rutgers. we yes so we are mobile so if we have any organizations that would like us to come and um and bring good vibes to their event then we do that as well we're actually just I'm, I'm working with someone to get into schools so they want to do a youth uh based good vibes open mic so we're just any community areas we're willing to go to you know cool. um the gist of it is for good vibes good vibes you know mm -hmm. no no negativity no we understand that artists want to be artists and express themselves but it's also a family friendly event and we like to encourage artists to be able to switch up their versatility so that you can have music yes you can do whatever music you want to do but when we come to good vibes it's good vibes only you know and family friendly but it's also amazing because you know certain events you go to you have these well-known artists you know and it's just 
a little well for me as an artist sometimes it's awkward because when you're just getting your foot in the door you have these artists who are just have rehearsed and you know just but good vibes is open to anybody even if you're not mm. an artist and you have something to say and you want to speak why your mind even if you know you're not so artistically I, I, inclined unknown, i'm not sure we're gonna leave this in the uh, podcast but i was in a spoken word group in college yeah. the exilano project over a pen okay. definitely no, leaving no, this no, in the no, podcast no. that was my invitation for you to come and check it out and perform she knew that i felt the vibe that you might be a performer that's why that's what i was gonna ask is it music spoken word anything 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 with a mic stand up yes we have stand up we had um a few dancers come you know um we have people come and promote their business promote their podcast you know we have a segment for everybody because our goal is to get artists comfortable on the stage so that when they do go out and perform for the world they have somewhere where they could you know perfect their art honey i say it all the time we do it all the time with um so i manage a program called connect the lots for my job and it's like programs Camden's Parks and Open Spaces with uh, arts and culture, fitness class, any kind of free family-friendly programming. But we Mm -hmm. found that we really wanted to populate the schedule with local artists, with Camden-based artists. Connect the Lots before. Well, Connect the Lots put on Night Gardens. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. Yes, but like (laughs) we... I I always just try to make it my mission to not only um, recruit local artists, but do whatever I can to help professionalize people. Because when you blow up and become amazing, I want you to be like, oh, yeah, I got got started in Camden. And I had the same experience. Like, not like, oh, I went to Trenton every day, right? Like, not like, oh, I was in Philly. Like, no, I was in Camden doing my thing because that's where I'm from and that's where I got my legs. And that's what made me And I can say that is where I got my legs because here is where I learned that people who really people who really believe in you that's what i found you know for example aj um we've been connected and she's gotten me so many opportunities in the heart of camden and otherwise because i just felt that sense of wow she really believes in me and this is where i found people that if they believe in you they're gonna give you opportunities at any any chance for example you know you brought me here for this opportunity and it just i feel like that's what community is is support i don't feel like we have enough of that in the world and it just it means the world to me because that's the only way we can get further is if we support each other you know love it and we love having you here i was thinking that you were talking about professionalization i think my favorite story who was the artist you know, they, they followed the old trope. It's like, ask for one ridiculous thing in your contract backstage. Oh, yeah. You know it's, what I mean? Like, like a yellow teddy bear to see if the folks read the contract. Right. Green m and You know? What? The green, green m and M's. Yeah, green m and M's. Yeah, right? it's, the, it's, the it's, it is linked to several bands. Like, so I think many bands would love to lay claim to that having been in their rider. But I think I heard it was like Grateful Dead. Yeah, but who, there was a band you brought in, right? That this happened. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. Who was We're not it? Shouting them out. No, That's... no, no. I will. Who was that? It was um, uh, it was Lil Mo. Lil Mo came to Camden Jam and she had stuff in her rider that I was like, wait a minute. She just wants to see if we're going to do this. The whole thing. And some of the stuff we did it like it was like you need four white towel. Everybody asked for white towels, but like four white towels and like a, you know, like a doormat. And we were like, fine. All right. And we still have this doormat. I still have it yeah. because we didn't have to use it. It was just for her. But yeah. And then she like during the show, she asked, like she ordered something like she was like, I need to order barbecue for everybody. And we were like, is that in the. <laughs> is that the rider? Turns, like, out, it's in the turns rider. out it's in the rider. Yeah. Barbecue. So, yeah, it was something like that. It's kind of um, crazy. No, we've, we've been talking a lot about good vibes, and I think it's amazing. But, of course, you produce your own music, and you, you're an artist in your own right, and and had that gig at Camden Night Guards. Yeah. Maybe we could start there. What type of music? In, how do you introduce folks to your music? Oh, man. Um, So I'm definitely still working on the introduction because I feel like there's so much depth to my music, and I can't really put myself in a category. I won't put myself in a category because I feel like that limits me as an artist, you know? Um, but I like to tell people I make music with a message. Um, the reason I got started with music is because so I went through a spiritual awakening um, towards the end of high school and that's when I really started waking up and realizing you know as a culture what's been done to our people what's still going on you know and it just really upset me because I didn't really see any changes you know there's we make progress you know as, as life goes on but there's still so much going wrong in the world and I feel like as an artist I noticed that the music plays a big part in that you mm. know just what you hear on the radio you know it's for example, it's okay to be free and express yourself in any way, but when it becomes degrading towards women, towards the culture, towards anything, yeah. you have children listening to that who we're, we can listen to something and choose not to follow that path. But if you're growing up in the world like this, you're subconsciously going to follow that path, mm-hmm. you know, so... 
that's what made me want to do music because I feel like everyone listens to music, you know, and it's just, it can be so therapeutic, therapeutic, you know, um, and I realized that there's so much that you can say in music that people can hear and feel even subconsciously. And that, that was my way of changing the world. You know, I, when I first woke, you know, everybody wants to change the world, of course, change the world, you know, and I realized that it's, you have to start small, you have to start in your community. And, um, that's where I make music with a message, music that, that you can feel, music that is positive and it's reassuring and therapeutic, you know. Um, so, so what tracks? Oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. ahead. I was oh. going to say, what <laughs> tracks should, uh, should, we, should we pull up? What tracks do you want our listeners to hear? What's the message? What, you know, where should we start? Um, you can play Can You Feel It? Oh. from um, I actually just um, released a project, and that was the last song on there. It's crazy because I was so nervous about it because – um, I'm, I'm so spiritual sometimes that I feel like it, it can be a, um, a disconnect because if, if you're super passionate about something, you can be like very, you know, aggressive about it, you know? So I had to really kind of tone it down. And, and, and as an artist, it's interesting because you want to reach the people, but you also want to stay true to yourself, oh, you yeah. know? So you have to find that balance as an artist to say what you want to say but also make it in a way that people can be receptive of it and this was the last track it was the one i was the most nervous about but it seems to be the one that everyone just you know and it was confirmation for me that it's okay to just be your authentic self so yeah it's a little track i made because um i wanted people really to look in the mirror and you know just send some love to themselves mm -hmm. a lot of times we struggle with self-love a lot of times we give love to others before we give love to ourselves and i really wanted you know people to look in the mirror and say wow i'm really i'm really feeling myself you know dance a little bit it's, mm. a, it's a very vibey song so cool yeah well what i was gonna say is it was awesome to have you uh came to night gardens that was and amazing. it was a little bit of a last minute uh thing but i'm so glad that we got to do it you sound great you're on all our videos and um i, I wonder what you thought about the event and also if you like you know that we talked about this is one of the places where like some magic happened oh, for Steve goodness. mom Steve's mom and like I've always find it to be a magical night for me but what are some of the that other places so in town when you, where you've either been able to perform or where you find that there's magic right happening? well can we talk about the game uh, let's talk about that first because first honestly like that was the most magical experience I've ever had in my life and it's interesting because I felt I don't know, I do a lot of meditating, so I'm, I'm very intuitive and I can feel when some things are happening. And leading up to that moment, I just felt like it was gonna be life-changing for me, but I never would have expected it to be so magical. Oh. You know, I, I, me and my friends, we go to festivals, but we always travel like so far. You know, we go to Delaware, Virginia, you know, just to have that festival experience. But to have it in the heart of Camden, it was just beautiful. And to be, you know, a performer, it was just such an honor. Um, I'm not gonna lie, that stage was very intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> it was, but it was so beautiful, and it was just such a memorable moment for me. Like, I'll, I will never forget that because I knew – I think the reason why I was so nervous performing because I knew that this was going to be a life-changing moment for me, and it was. You know, the I'm feedback so I got, the connections I made, it was just life-changing, you know. Um, yeah, that was that was very magical. I'm I, so happy to hear that. Yeah, I, I'm definitely looking forward to any and every other event that you guys put together. Cool. So sure. We want to have this conversation about magic, um, but we actually want to pull in one of our correspondents and writers. So um, this is going to be the podcast introduction to Chris Williams, who's a good friend. Of the Thank you for clapping with me. <laughs> You're going to get a sound effect from these days. Um, Chris Williams, um, a young man with deep Camden roots um, in Waterfront South. I know he's worked with CFET, um, Camden for Environmental Transformation, came through that urban promise system. Um, I know Chris as a Beard Fest legend. We went to Beard Fest last year, and oh, wow. uh, people are still talking about it. He now works at Above the Law, where he writes um, content and does a whole bunch of different things for them. So check out his work there. For my money, Chris is, if not the funniest person in Camden, um, definitely the person that laughs loudest at his own jokes. So <laughs> <laughs> welcome, Chris, to the gaslit streets. Um, we're going to play a little game about this idea of where does the magic happen. And um, this is made possible because Chris went out with a little hand recorder, and he basically just started asking folks at a fireworks event, um, where did the magic happen? So here's how the game's going to work. You want to introduce yourself, Chris? You got anything you want to say before we get we get rolling into the game? Yeah. Um, I may end up laughing at my jokes again, but it happens. Uh, it's me, uh, Chris, from Camden, New Jersey. Uh, I call it Sixth and Ferry. Some people call it Waterfront South, but to each their own. Um, 
happy to be here. I've known uh, Stephen and Vijay for a couple years now. Um, and it's always cool to see part of the things they're doing to just get a get a get a feel of the pulse of Camden. So I'm happy to be a part of it. Great. And so we're going to play a little game and then we're going to have a chance to have that conversation about where folks are going, uh, going to find magic in Camden, whether it's performing or, or anything else. Um, I'm going to start with a clip. This was from uh, Asaya Kurtz, who's now the executive director she at is. Fireworks mm -hmm. in Camden. Member Fi of the Camden County Cultural and Heritage Commission. There nice. you go. And, uh, like and uh, Camden Fireworks, for those who don't know, is an art gallery that then also hosts artists. So there's studios there for folks. There's a number of different workers. And they had an event. What was the event, Chris, that you went down and talked to folks at? That is a great question. Um, it was a nice event. Um, there was an auction. There were a bunch of different um, mosaics. I think it was the an artist. Uh, first name was Vox. F -A -V -O -X. Oh yeah, we know um, Vox. It was yeah. his closing. It was the uh, it was a sale, like a holiday sale or summer sale or something. Oh, here summer. it is, summer market. Yeah, Second summer market. Saturday summer market at the Firehouse. We missed it yesterday. Yesterday, mm -hmm. art handmade local, and uh, yeah. That's it, June 11th from 11 to 2. So you were there. I was there. Live and um, in person. Live in person, uh, in the flesh. And nice. there were a couple pieces that uh, I was like, damn, this, this is good. This is good. I'm going to put a bid in. I know somebody from Collingswood is going to put a uh, bid in for a giant, huge amounts next week. <laughs> Until then, I'm in the running. Um, but there are a couple murals. Uh, there was this one mural. I was like, oh, that's a bull's head. That's really cool. And then uh, Hope, one of the people we interviewed for the uh, – just to get a feel for where the magic in Camden is. She told me it was actually Jesus. And after that was the case, I couldn't unsee it. I was like, how did I not see Jesus? Oh, <laughs> you thought it was a bull and it was actually Jesus? Yeah, well, in my mind, like, Jesus is a black dude with probably, like, dreads and bad credit. Uh, so seeing white mm. Jesus always throws me off. Oh, I'm I like, see, yeah. This person would not tan well. Um, <laughs> he would not do in Jerusalem. <laughs> that person does not know what falafel is. They are not from the Middle East. Um, well, but, maybe we'll start there. We have a clip of you asking Hope where the magic happens in Camden. Hope Mead, an artist, pottery, done some fantastic um, dishes, works. Oh, yeah, um, I have, like, a set of awesome mugs. Yeah, yeah, home. really incredible. So so here's the clip, and then we're just going to get some reactions from our guests and, uh, and from Vidra, right? So yeah, here we go. Um, question that we're asking a bunch of people um, is, where does the magic happen in Camden? Do you have any idea, any inkling? I mean, I'm biased, but <laughs> I think the magic happens here. Like, mm -hmm. we've had a lot of... Here um, being... Camden Fireworks okay. in South Camden. Um, we have a lot of open studio events where anybody can come and make art, and kids, adults, anybody, and try something new and to see them win a new, like create something that they had never made before. Mm. Um, also, you should interview Watu Moja, mm. who brings spoken word artists together, and they have had some amazing events where they just bring artists together from all different parts of the city, have um, for musical performances, spoken word performances, and the the magic in those in that room <laughs> in that performance is just like it's so alive and so like yeah full of energy and life and people connecting with each other in like really exciting ways. All right, reactions. Mm. What do we think? Have you ever been to Camden Fireworks? Yes. Okay. I actually got invited to vend there. I do um, a little vending on the side, like car readings, and um, I sell juices and stuff. Oh, and cool. It, just, it was an honor. But nice. I like how she recommended to interview someone else. That, for me, that was just... Pass it forward. There yeah. it is. Community, That's right? It's an arts community. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. What'd you think, Chris? I found it funny that uh, they mentioned... Um, Firehouse first, not that there's not magic there. I actually painted uh, the walls of the room that inev that inevitably became Hope's studio. Um, but Hope got married in Camden. Hope got married <laughs> at uh, what is it? A uh, Phoenix Park. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> you think she'd mention that? Yeah. <laughs> but hey, the workplace, you know. But it shows. There's there's a lot right of magic here, in the my city. Job. <laughs> a lot of magic in the city. A little magic that in Phoenix Park. That means she loves Park. her job. Shout yeah. Out, she shout was. out to Jordan and Hope. You know yeah. that was a beautiful, the beautiful meets. wedding. And Phoenix Park, obviously, for those who who aren't familiar with it, a lot of meaning to that neighborhood because the neighborhood was cut off from the river. 
mm. um, for a lot of years. And that was a, a fight going back to Father Doyle's days decades ago yeah. to get access for folks. And that was to this day, I think it's the only wedding that that's taken place there. Right. It was certainly the first one I, when the I know about. Well, that I know. Of. So it's funny. I don't people talk about, oh, like, say, Camden is a nice place because it's in, like, the, you know, it was the Northeast Corridor. is so close to yeah. Trenton and D.C. and Philly and New York. But this used to be a port city, yeah. right? There's so much history here. Yeah. Um, uh, just yeah it's not it. arbitrarily between New York and Baltimore. Yeah, like, it is, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. right, we, we utilize that over time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is this time to blow podcast host spot? Hope and Jordan, not the only people who got married in a Camden park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got married what? in a Camden park. My I'm husband John and that. I. I was, what I was going to say about John is that John always mm. says that Phoenix Park would be a great place to host mm. a music festival. Mm. Oh, Have you ever yeah. been to Phoenix Park? No. It oh, yeah. is. Okay. It is definitely a place where the magic happens. If, you, if the magic is wildflowers and awesome views of Philadelphia. Like, oh, my gosh. It's gorgeous. The South Camden view of Philly is so mm. cool. It's I got so some time different, after this. Right? Mm. And, like, Stop yeah, you should by. definitely go. And, um. Yeah, the CCMUA, the Camden County Municipal Authority, invested, helped the neighborhood and, and invested a lot of money in making that, and it's it's so cool. But yes, me and John got married at RCA Pier, which mm-hmm. is a park that used to be a parking lot when I was growing up, a park out here just in front of a, what is now American Water. So mm-hmm. some more magic happened. We, but we are not the last. A few more people have gotten married in RCA mm-hmm. Pier since yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. You started a trend. Started like a the, trend. The hot spot now. I know. It's cool. So are there, are, it's is everyone doing Halloween, uh, Halloween <laughs> themed Halloween costumes? themed costume. Yeah, yeah it I was our, it. we got married on Halloween. It was oh, fun. Wow. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, what was the uh, the woo woo of that date? I remember of our uh, hol- oh, it was a it was a um, it was like a harvest moon and a and a, like a super moon. It was like two kinds of full moons mm-hmm. in the same Halloween, mm-hmm. right? Deep. Exactly, that's was, a bomb. All right, it was all of those things. We were like, oh well, the universe is going to just pull it together for this. Mm-hmm. So, Listen. and it was a sunny day. We were like worried, but it was a beautiful October day and. It was fun to have guests who could like come in costume and trick or treat after, and also yeah. who don't care about Halloween, who came just like ready to have a wedding. And mm-hmm. it was during COVID, so it mm-hmm. was also just nice to be together with people, and yes. we did it outside. So this Sounds takes beautiful. us to our next little quote from from Asaya Kurtz, um, who's the executive director and a relative newcomer to Camden. But she, when asked this question about magic, talked a little bit about the people. So right. I wanted to share that to you and kind of take it that that direction. Does that work for folks? Let's do it. it works for me. Here we go. back to the, the question of where's the magic in Camden um, and just couple with their answer um, there's a beautiful slide in the family song 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 uh, it's like I am everyday people mm. um, and it's and it's I, I think something is lost when the the move to look towards the magic is in something that's like extraordinary or something that only happens once in a blue moon despite the celestial weddings in Camden yeah. <laughs> um, but there is a there is an everyday bit of magic that's worth um, taking sight of and appreciating. So, for example, um, also near uh, Phoenix Park, there is a little pier where a bunch of old heads usually get together, drink beers, play music out of their cars, play chess, um, and it's it's just people being people, just enjoying a Tuesday. Oh yeah. There's, there's so much magic. There's so yeah. much magic That's in Tuesdays. That's a place where the magic happens. There's the so beer. much magic in Tuesdays, or um, just walking down. Um, I think she also mentions in an interview, just walking down Broadway, hearing people blast bachata or whatever music that their cousin is playing in a studio that mm-hmm. nobody else is going to listen to, but it's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it's like, and it's some people might hear it as, oh, this is just some dude rapping, but it's like, no, somebody had a dream and they put money for it. 
and you're hearing the work, you're hearing their labor, like you're hearing art made here. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's a, it's a beautiful city. I mean, it. just this idea of like the people are where the magic happens. Like mm -hmm. so again, what awesome example of the Michael Doyle fishing pier. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, old guys in barbecue fishing in, in like a random, really nice, like little mm -hmm. spot in South Camden. And mm -hmm. you feel, I was like, what? No fanfare, no, no fanfare, but like just it's dudes being dudes yes. and girls being bros. And if you know, if you knew it was there, and you like barbecue, or you like fishing, you'd be like, oh, well, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I'm sure people, you know, people, people find one another. Um, and then I would, and when you mentioned bachata too, like another place that I, the magic happens is Federal Street. Like people are rocking, right? Like if you want to find some bachata, you want to find some delicious. Food, you want to find a cool nightclub like take yo behind east camden and it is popping and that's it like the culture the people that live there are are adding vibrancy to the to the corridor all the time it just by being and socializing and 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 doing their stuff which is awesome i like that she said um people being themselves because i think that's so important you know it's not a sense of I have this authority, I have this position, or this click and this click. It's just everyone being themselves, and that just makes everyone else comfortable to be themselves. Mm -hmm. I love that she said that. You know, it, it goes all the way back to kind of what you were talking about when you started, Tanisha, about coming here and feeling comfortable here. And one of the things that strikes me about that pier and, and also Federal Street, but so many small everyday places around Camden, is that there's a little space for it, mm. right? And some of that space is really intentional. So, you know my test for how many folks you really want in your park is 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 there barbecuing infrastructure mm -hmm. and is barbecue allowed because folks will come out to barbecue yeah right mm -hmm. um but then sometimes folks create their own space like mm -hmm. you look at empty lots and there are empty lots that serve this exact same purpose in mm -hmm. different neighborhoods where folks have turned them into a little park yeah mm -hmm. you know and federal street of course you know has a long history that's one of the main streets in Camden. an artery that yeah. you know has come back mm -hmm. because the infrastructure was there um i know vidra and i um you know, we try to stay plugged in, but one of the reasons we're really excited to do this podcast is to bring in folks that are a little more plugged in than, than us. Yeah. And so we wanted to ask you the same kind of question, like, like where, where are you going for magic? Whether it's everyday magic, whether it's a walk you're going on, whether it's a, a night out, whether it's an, an artist you want to see, even a, a living room, so where, where are spots that, that this is happening, um, whether it's spots you can share with folks mm -hmm. or just, you know, more kind of conversations about what it means to be in the city where there's magic. Right. Um, so she actually kind of stole my answer because mm. my, my answer really is the people that you're connected with because one of the things that mean the most to me about Camden is that once I came here, I found my people, I found my tribe, and every one of my friends in my circle is an artist and they do their own thing um I actually have in um my place I actually host um artist sessions where writers or artists can That's come amazing. and they can write we'll throw on a beat and they just everybody tries to pick a topic and write to that you know you get a certain amount of time um so it's really the people you're connected with um one of my friends Tiana her name is uh, T Caso on Instagram she started this event called Peace Picnic so she'll, every month, she'll pick a place um, in Camden, one of the parks. This one was at the waterfront. Um, and she just hosts a picnic where you bring your own blanket, you bring your own speaker. And she calls it like a picnic for introverts because she's so introverted, but she also wants to be around people. So everyone gets a blanket and they kind of do their own thing, but you can also come together if you want to, you know? So I think that's pretty cool. I'm um, sorry, T-Kondo, how do you spell that? T-Kondo, T-E-E. Mm-hmm. C-A-S-S-O, like Picasso, but Picasso. Go, yeah, she's actually a poet at Good Vibes as well, so you guys could check Jeez, her out. Picnic. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I'm yeah, missing it. I don't know why I'm missing it. It's amazing because, you know, some people bring food that everybody can share, but it's almost like the uh, touching on the concept of being yourself because if you don't want to be super social, that's fine. You can have your little blanket, but if you do want to come out and, and play games, it's really up to your own decision, you know, so that's something as well, yeah. Cool. I love that. And we'll put that in the show notes for folks so folks can follow. Heck yeah, Instagram I'm checking accounts. it out right now. I'm being rude. I'm like, what? Peace picnic. I missed it. I think she just posted June 5th. She got a new one. Yeah, we got video. Yeah. It's cute. All right. There we go. Chris, what about you? Where do you find magic? Yeah. Um, everyday answer my grandmom's house. Mm. Um, I remember when I was in high school and my mom broke up with her then boyfriend. And, you know, one of the 
realities of, you know, dating somebody for an extended period of time and then you break up with them, what do you do about rent? Mm-hmm. And um, my grandmom uh, said to my mom, you move in with me. Um, and, that gave mom, and that gave my mom a place to, uh, to you know, regroup and not worry about where she'd sleep or where I'd sleep. Um, my grandmom, her, her name is Rose, uh, Rosa Williams. And uh, she died a couple years ago. But she was, uh, she had a green thumb. It was far greener than my black one. Mm-hmm. And she planted a rose bush in the front of her house. I remember when there was, when I was a kid, that that wrote that bush wasn't there. So there was there was just uh, concrete. So she had that plot made, and that rose plant is still blooming. Mm-hmm. And I gave a snipping of it to my neighbor next door, and now they have a rose bush. Mm-hmm. So my grandma's rose is is spreading, and in the backyard. I remember I came back after from from college and it looked to me to be like a the the the, the backyard was just overgrown with greenage just all types of plants I couldn't identify but I have a friend who's uh she plants and she's like well you know these are clumps of a particular grass these were built here these were planted here on purpose my grandma built uh, my grandma planted uh, these specific perennial greens and there was um uh, what's the name uh, greens in the um, yard uh, that she planted years ago and they stayed in the ground after she died um, and uh, I have a cousin her name is Siani Siani Williams and I told her whenever uh, if something ever happens she has a place to stay because that house is in the family uh, so even though my grandma isn't still here she supported generations of people in with that home and things that she planted are still leaving living thriving and going to other places um and she's not even here to see it but we are and whenever i work around in the garden i think of her and i like to think her spirit's here that's amazing beautiful i actually i mean that's beautiful um i feel like that makes me think about the magic in camden happening in a really specific way for people who are from here but don't live here anymore Like, I find that this is family barbecues, like backyards, like returning to grandmom's house is something that I think pulls a lot of people who call Camden home together. Like, you and I, our experiences, I think we're fortunate in that we've been able to actually inhabit some of these homes that have raised us. Like, I got to move back home to my parents' house as well. Um, But, like, my my grandmother's house on Federal Street was Mm -hmm. this place forever for many years I mean the the siblings that moved to Pennsylvania and Virginia and whatever else like everybody was coming back we were converging on this spot and then and now she's gone Mm -hmm. and it stayed in the family another generation but now we don't have that house anymore and my cousins Mm -hmm. and I who were kids having that be our place where the magic happened in Camden like we miss it so much we comment on it so much and I bring it up as well to say that this year my family is having a family reunion in Camden Mm -hmm. And it was tricky because my grandma's house is not ours anymore. And I'm the, I'm the last family member who really lives inside of city limits and my house is too small. So we're doing it at the Hilton. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it seems it's like no big deal to some people. I think it's a very big deal to other people, but like we have a hotel where there was not a hotel before. Mm-hmm. Like, and for me as a Camden resident, like it ends up meaning that my family has a place to convene. Like we have a place to gather, even though our home is not still here and we continue mm-hmm. to make memories and we can continue to make magic here. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing that at the Hilton. Hilton, you can send your check anytime. <laughs> uh, one more quick point on magic in Camden. Yeah. Bring it in. Um, I th- and this, is, this goes back to the point earlier about like knowing, like it's kind of like a speakeasy rule. Like you go to some strange door at like 9 p.m. and somebody has like what's the password and then you open up the door and see the magic um me and you we see we see the magic of our familial homes um other people see inexpensive real estate and the magic is in the knowing um and uh, a really concrete example of that for me is I remember one time um my mom got a a letter in the mail and there were some people saying oh your house doesn't have a railing which means it's not up to it's not up to standard if you don't have a railing put in by x amount of time your home will be repossessed or sold what have you blah blah blah. Um, my mom and everything you know most americans live in paycheck to paycheck so in the big scheme of things it wasn't that much money but it was enough 
to where it was like, okay, we have to reschedule how money will be mm-hmm. allocated because we have to address this concern. Um, my mom had the railing put in, called the people. The people were like, oh, you actually did that? Okay. Nothing else came of it. Um, but to know that there are people in Camden, I mean, it's hard to drive down the street and not see the we buy homes and cash thing. Like so many people don't see the magic that is people living and breathing and having a place to go back home. They see financial opportunities. And as important it is to have a conversation about where the magic in Camden is, it's also important to think about what is it that lets people, what makes people blind to the magic that's in front of them. Mm. Um, and I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Mm. I, um, I wanted to piggyback off of that and you reminded me you were talking about gardening. Um, I think that's a beautiful story. There's, I got invited to perform at an event, um, and you know, I didn't really know too much about it, and I'm still, even though I've been here for a while, I'm still learning Camden, and that actually, I can piggyback off of what you were saying, because it's like, I have to explore Camden more, and this is why I'm glad we're having this discussion, because I have so many other ideas, you know, and a lot of times, we don't really know anything that's going on, um, so it was just, it, this event, um, it's, I found the flyer. That's what I was looking for. Fourth and Jasper Street. I don't know if you guys know where yeah, that is. Know uh, that is. A Center for Environmental yeah. Transformation. Chris used to work there. Oh, all right. So yeah, I um I came first time ever being there, and it was just so amazing because yes, I was there to perform, but it was such a big open space. There were just kids everywhere mm. playing, and that just warmed my heart because it's like they had a space for them to just run free and no worries, no troubles. And then um, they that were actually kids too. Ah. That's part of the magic. <laughs> they That's having fun. The they having fun. Stop talking on kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, I'm just glad to see it because a lot of kids, you know, are now in the house, video games, video games. So it just felt good to see them out playing. And they also had um, a section where there was plots. And, you know, so they were offering, you know, spaces for us to garden, for us to mm. grow things. And I'm like, all right, how much is it? And they're like, it's free. And that just blew me away because it's like, wow, everybody needs to know this because I feel like there's so many people who could benefit from growing, learning how to grow their own Mm -hmm. food. And, you know, and it's just such a hidden gem. So it's Fourth and Jasper. Yes, that's that's where the magic is. You get your veggies. I love it. If you want a shout out for something you're doing in Camden City or the surrounding region, you can reach us at gaslitstreets at gmail.com. That's G-A-S-L-I-T-S-T-R-E-E-T-S at gmail.com. Go ahead, rate us on Spotify, share the word, and we want to hear from you. So we'd love to do a little mail segment, hear from our listeners. So I'm going to pull a little bit of an, an audible V, but we normally wrap these up with, uh, with shout outs, but I thought maybe now we do a little lightning round of where the magic happens. So just right. a little piece of magic. It could be a dish at a restaurant, an artist that you know, a place you've been that's beautiful, a mural, kind of anything. And we just go around the circle a couple times, shout things out, sentence or less. Um, so I'll get us started. A little magic at Las Cabanas. I don't mm. know if folks have been, but they have pina coladas right up by the old Woodrow Wilson East Side High. And there's a whole so upstairs space right there um, that I didn't know about. So if you have a big group, they always have room for you. You can go upstairs and have the space. Las Cabanas. Yourself. Las Cabanas. Mm. It's amazing. So right. good. Shout out. So let's get some lightning rounds. You want to go around the... I'll the go. Room? I'll go. I'm going to shout out the lunchtime concerts at Roosevelt Plaza Park because they are happening every Tuesday in the summer at 12 o'clock. So from 12 to 2 on Tuesdays, you can go to Roosevelt Plaza Park. If You might also know it as Camden City Hall and the park in front of that. Mm-hmm. And check out free music by a local artist. And Tanisha, we should get you on the lineup for sure. Uh, are you on there? August, yes. Yes, August 27th, I believe. Cool. So yeah, you can check out Tanisha at Lunchtime Concerts. And those are, I would would be remiss to mention that uh, that they are brought to you in part by Camden's Special Services District. That is rocking their yellow jackets, keeping the downtown clean, but also programming our open spaces along with us. Awesome. I definitely got to write these down. Um, I am going to go through and shout out the people I know because I wouldn't be here without them. Um, I'm going to first shout out Justin the Guzman. He's Justin Guzman on Instagram. He is the biggest plug for any community event. We actually do uh, veggie cues, which is like, um, we are vegan. So we like to introduce the community to a different way of eating, like Mm -hmm. healthier eating, just, you know, um, they happen at Haddon Learning Gardens as well. So shout out to Justin Guzman. I'll give a shout out to Camden Aquarium, uh, which to my knowledge is one of the only, one of the only two aquariums in the United States that currently has 
a hammerhead shark on display. Um, for legal reasons, you can't have uh, hammerhead sharks in zoo, uh, no, aquariums anymore. But they got grandfathered in. I think it was them and another aquarium that's on like in like California or something. So, if you're on this side of the Mississippi, this is the closest place you can come to see one live. Cool magic. I'm gonna shout out. There's a Sunday hoops league. I think it's over 35 at the old Whittier. And uh, let me tell you, it is rowdy. So you get the the whole range of folks coming back who aren't playing anymore. Young bucks who are trying to get their their name out there, and then uh, the old heads who are coming straight from church in the suits. So it's a scene. Stop by, and uh, it's a good time. So I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna shout out. Um, Camden Family Fun and Fitness Day. This is an event that's happening on July 30th at the new Camden Track and Athletic Field. And I've heard a lot of people call this Rutgers Field, and I, it's not, right? Like, this is not the, well, okay. It's, it's not not for <laughs> Rutgers, <laughs> but it also is also for everybody. So it's a new field where the um, Campbell's Field used to be, if you remember the River Sharks. And a, a place where the magic used to happen. <laughs> and we can bring the magic back again. But we have an awesome uh, Olympic athlete. Her name is Joetta. And she is a four-time track Olympian. And her Ooh, father is wow. actually Mr. Clark from Lean on Me, which is really cool. Amazing. And she's coming to Camden to host a free day for families to do fitness challenges for prizes. So if you go to connectthelotscamden.com, um, you can sign up, um, be a part of this, and maybe compete in a challenge and win a bike. And it's during my family reunion, so you might see me there. Magic, magic. Can right, I can so I do one more? Do I just one. want to shout out the Idea Center where we are yeah, currently. Yeah, I'm just for that. Yes, <laughs> right here, right now. I've been here a few times, and ever since every time I've been here, it's been nothing but love, good vibes. There's a lot going on here. I'm not too sure everything that's going on, but just the setup is amazing. I performed here before. I know there's a lot of classes going on, and it's an art center in the heart of Camden, and that means the world to me as an artist. So I'm gonna go with another uh, person, another artist. His name is Taquan Allen. He actually was one of the uh, starters of Good Vibes Open Mic. He is one of the best videographers I know. Um, he's writing scripts. He um, filmed or had a part in filming a movie that was based in Camden. Um, if you guys need any type of visual work, audio work, definitely Taquan Allen on Instagram. Yeah, I'll go with uh, Camden's Maritime Museum. They still have high schoolers, middle schoolers making wooden kayaks and canoes. So there are still boat builders in Camden. I love it. Nice. Um, I'm That's just going to shout out the late um, Dr. Bill Tucker, one of my colleagues at Rutgers. I went to his um, remembrance ceremony um, and so much I didn't know about his Camden activism. He was actually the uh, the person that was the financial officer for Jose Delgado's mayoral campaign. He helped write the first um, first work to incorporate English as a second language programs into Camden schools to make sure our Latino community got the support they needed. Um, all from a guy that, that was quiet and kind of just going around his business and, and educating folks. So nice. we'll wrap it up with a little shout out to my good friend, Bill. You know, rest in peace and we miss you here. All right. Well, we're, we're pulling it together and wrapping up. So let's just say thanks again to our guests. Thank Tanisha you for Marie. having me. It's it wonderful. Great. And we'll, we'll put your music in the show notes. Chris Williams, welcome. Plan on having you back for more segments. And thanks for going out and... Um, talking to some folks about where the magic happens. And, of course, V, it's always a pleasure on these and Gaslit Streets. And you too, Dr. Danley. <laughs> Having a good time. All right. This All right. Magic. Bye. This was magic. This is where the magic happens. So emotional.